Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Let's gab. hey Hey. Good to have you back, as always. Yes. Welcome, Gabbers. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Um, we are starting a subject today that is going to be great. They all are it's, always great. I'm always excited about this them. This is a rite of passage. Yeah. Right? Like, this is how I made all of my dough, my spending cash. Right. As a youth. Which now is paying a lot better than it did when we were young. <laughs> Got inflation. I basically, I don't, is there like a rate? I feel like a lot of moms, we like text back and forth. Yeah, and be like, to what, find out. What do you pay your babysitter? I feel like back in the day, it was like, Whatever the wind yep. blew, like yep. it, it could be twenty bucks, it could be five bucks, yeah, it could be. <laughs> I remember mm-hmm. one lady got really mad at me because I left a cereal bowl in the sink. Oh, yeah, and she was paying me like four dollars an hour, <laughs> and she was like, "The least you could do," and then she wanted me to like tutor her kids, and so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I just kind of hope they're alive, um, and that like you clean up what the mess you made, that the house isn't burnt down. I feel like it's all over the map with how much you pay them yeah, and what you expect of them. Uh-huh. So it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of a crapshoot if you are a young babysitter. You yeah. don't know what you're getting into. Yes. And you don't know how much money you're going to make. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if this is all worth it. It's <laughs> kind of not, but... More than often not. The girls... That are... you can't get a job anywhere else. This right. the only job you can get as like a 12-year-old. Right. Actually, I told my husband, I'm like, I started babysitting at 10. <gasps> I know. And he, I think he thought... That, like, maybe I was remembering wrong. Like, because he's like, he'll look at 10-year-olds and be like, 10? But I was confirmed that it was indeed 10. I received this letter. And I, or I, letter. That sounds very mysterious. I received a message from somebody and I want to read it. Okay. Okay. He said, when I was about 10, my family moved to a new house. My parents wanted a date night. So they reached out to some of the young women in the area for a babysitter. That makes sense. Five boys between the ages of 11 and one. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's said, one where you need to pay him $75 right. for one hour. No, <laughs> He said they hadn't been in the area very long, and I didn't know any of the young women, let alone who was in my church class. My mom called down the stairs when our babysitter arrived <laughs> to let us know they were leaving. So I thought to myself, huh, I'll go upstairs and see who the babysitter is. I came up and saw her. She was wearing overalls and her hair <laughs> braided in pigtails. <laughs> Looking like Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Obby. M- Michelle Tanner. She looked about my age and I thought how ridiculous it was that I needed to be babysat by a stranger. <laughs> Why couldn't my older brother just babysit? Long story short, my brothers and I were just plain awful. We teased and tormented our babysitter. Our goal multiple times was just to drive the babysitter away so that mom and dad would just let us watch ourselves. It got to the point that even older cousins refused to babysit us. We were little hellions when we were surely taught better. I've felt bad about the way I behaved for a long time. I don't remember all the babysitters' names or what they looked like, but I do remember that first babysitter we ever had when I was about 10. Her name was Allison Shepherd. <laughs> Guys, that's me. <laughs> I'm Allison Shepherd. <laughs> he oh, said, I gosh. tried apologizing multiple this times. This is a well-written facebook message. i know he said i tried apologizing multiple times over the years as we went to church and school together <laughs> i could just never get it out because i felt like an awkward weirdo and i realized you're very much a forgiving person and that my awkwardness was self-inflicted 
Needless to say, I apologize sincerely oh for gosh. not even giving you a chance to show your charity and love for those around you. Oh. I've reflected on what I did and have hoped and prayed that my children don't ever behave the way I did when I was being babysat. Wow. This just came full circles for you. I know. And the thing is, is I was like, I was dying laughing because I do remember babysitting that family a couple times. Uh-huh. And I guess now thinking about it, it is weird. We were the same age. I was 10. He said I, he was 10. Uh-huh. And we went to school together. We graduated together. That is very So weird. they brought over. But girls are typically more responsible. So they, And they was, probably had just been calling down the list. And you were the one that was home. You're like, They oh, weren't going like, to check my credentials. You live in the neighborhood. And you're alive. Good luck. You're just going to be a buffer for all the boys. <laughs> but I just said, I don't have a memory of like being particularly tortured. Okay. So I said it was either... Not as bad as he thinks, or it was so bad that I have blocked Locked it out. Yeah. out. Uh-huh. And so anyway, <laughs> I did have to laugh about that because I have some pretty strong babysitting memories, which I will include in mm-hmm. this Me too. along with the stories that were submitted. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember. I mean, I remember them being really rowdy. They're five uh-huh. boys five under boys. 11. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, a lot of people sent me messages saying... I'm glad this is anonymous because I was very, very mean yeah. to the babysitter. The babysitter. Oh, I had, I had kids try to pull my pants down for like a straight hour trying to <laughs> trying to pants me depants me whatever and laughing yeah and, and i was like, like about to cry you guys are perfect there was like multiple little boys like hanging on me laughing pulling my pants off wow okay I returned i returned they must have <laughs> i know it's pay. like what do we what do we get ourselves into well this this girl sent me a message and yeah she was like i'm so glad this is anonymous she's like we were so mean we had a babysitter who was knock kneed What's that? It's like this, I don't know, legged thing where their knees are so close together that when they walk, they like knock against each other. Oh, and, they're, and their feet go outside. Okay. And they said whenever the house phone would ring, their babysitter would like run to it and her knees would knock together. Yeah. So then they started doing imp- impressions of her oh. and being knock kneed. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Kids are so <laughs> cruel. I swear, any of my babysitters that are listening, because some of them I think do. The ones that babysit for you now? Yes. Your kids? Uh-huh. Okay. If my kids ever do anything like that, you better tell me and I'm going to get that. $10 fly swatter <laughs> that I bought in my sleep and I'm going to spank them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It'll look cute the whole time. Uh, <laughs> well, another person said they were getting together with, I think their cousins or something. And the aunts and uncles and the parents were like, yeah, let's get one babysitter mm-hmm. for this group of cousins. Economical. Economical. So there were like eight plus kids. I don't even know. And she said they we would kind of do that to your daughter though. It's true. my kids, your kids. And we're like, you're in charge. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, we feel like she's close enough to them, though, that... They, it's kind of more just playing. It's like more... Yeah, it's playing. It's not like... And they usually don't do stuff like this, like taking turns jumping off the top bunk and landing on her. Oh, that's what this person just said. Her. They would take I was turns... I say, your child jumped from my playhouse, but just, just for his own demise. Like, <laughs> on his own landing on his face. <laughs> no, this girl said, when they hired this one babysitter, all of the kids took turns jumping off the high bunk, that was the, the top game. bunk, and landing on the baby. Oh my gosh. Look out below. When you move after the first one, they're like, oh good, it's Tiffany. We're going to play Whack-a-Tiffany. <laughs> We're going to play skydiving. Yeah. What? You're the landing. Why her? Why her every time? And why did she keep doing this? Yeah. Wouldn't you like get out of the bedroom? Yeah. And be like, We're not playing this game anymore. Tiffany, you are in charge. <laughs> you have the power. I mean, everything that can go wrong probably will when you're well, babysitting. Kids make dumb decisions, <laughs> especially when they're all together. Their dumb yeah. decisions feed on other dumb decisions. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the person that was supposed to be in charge is like, I'm a kid too. I can <laughs> make bad decisions too. So this group, they were like a group of, of siblings. And I think maybe some cousins were over. And the older kids really wanted 
the younger kids to like help clean up. Okay. So, and they knew that the parents, when they were come, when they came home, wanted things to be cleaned up. Mm-hmm. So I think they said something like, hurry, hurry, you guys got to clean up. They're, they just called, they're almost here or something like that. Okay. So they started like scrambling to try to run <laughs> and clean up. Well, the one of the girls had been playing with some super glue. Oh yeah, that's not great. Always a recipe for mm-hmm. disaster. And I remember my daughter would say, "Mom, mom, can we play glue?" And I was like, "It like, sounds like a terrible game." I don't foresee myself ever saying yes to playing glue. Yeah. So I don't know so what you know. I don't really know what gl- playing glue entails, but I'm just gonna say it just no. Sounds bad. <laughs> so anyway, the girl was running past like the kitchen or whatever, mm-hmm. and dropped a blob of super glue on the floor <laughs> and didn't wipe it up or anything Just frantically cleaning kept it going. well her older brother the phone rang so he went to get the phone and that's right where the blob of glue was and so when he <laughs> stepped in it you know how super glue for a second if it's really really wet it doesn't stick but like if you give it a minute to sit and uh-huh. then you stick on it it is literal cement yeah so he okay. stepped on it and then he was like on the phone for a minute and then he went to move <laughs> And he could not move. Oh no! His foot, his foot was super glued to oh, my gosh. the floor, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't move! I can't move my foot." <laughs> well, I guess one of the cousins that was there, like, did not believe that he was really stuck. I probably wouldn't either. But like, yeah, right. Yeah, but she took it to the next level and like tried to pull him or shove him. Okay, and ripped his <gasps> skin. Like, oh. oh. <laughs> He's like partial, but but she's like not all the way though, so he could get free. But just like oh, ripping skin, the hang still stuck. Ugh. So by this point, they're kind of thinking, well, wouldn't the parents be home if they were if, if they we were, were almost racing? there? Yeah, but the older kids were like, well, they weren't really on their way home. <laughs> we just wanted you guys to clean up, so they have to call their aunt that lives kind of nearby to come over. So she comes over with fingernail polish remover, okay, and is like, let's pour this in and see if it can kind of get the. But remember. Oh. Yeah. He has an open wound. Oh, But he has no. ripped skin. So she's dumping this oh, fingernail my. polish remover and trying to get his foot unstuck. Oh. And he is like screaming oh, in pain. <laughs> because think about acetone <laughs> in an open foot wound. And anyway, she ends up finally getting him free somehow. But it took, she said, that it, she thinks it was about a two hour ordeal. He was stuck there for two hours. Between oh like gosh. when he first got stuck and when they were all trying to get him unstuck and then waiting for the aunt and then her coming over. <laughs> and, and the nail polish remover. Apparently this is all still a running joke for this little <laughs> sister. And they're like, remember when we were babysitting and you glued his foot to the floor? <laughs> I'm like, oh my word. That would be so long. Yeah. I would be worried I'd never get free. Right. And you'd probably be like having to go to the bathroom. I'd probably call 911. I, right. I wonder what 911's technique would be. I wonder what any the floor looked like Any after. different than the ant? Yeah, did it have like some foot left? Ooh. Right. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Ew. Ew. Anyway. Oh my crazy. gosh. Yeah, always the craziest stuff happens. Well, I think that's pretty common. If you happen to be the oldest cousin, the oldest sibling, mm-hmm. you just get to be the designated babysitter. Yeah. And some of them like it. Some of them don't. I should probably start slipping your girl a five, <laughs> you know, a five spot every now and then or bring her a treat or something because she, you know, she's willing to help with my kids yeah. and she'll change a diaper and stuff. Yeah. So that starts mm-hmm. to get to the realm of not just playing. Yeah. But this girl said she was the designated babysitter starting at the age of eight. Whoa. Eight is young. Very young. Especially to be like a, a group of kids. Yes. Because this is not just like her siblings at home while her mom ran really quick. Yeah. She grew up on a farm and there was a house down the hill from them that she described as old and quite creepy. Okay. I guess her uncle and his family would live there, but only in like the summers because the insulation was so bad. So I'm picturing like <laughs> a, a family of like, drifters. Well, yeah, like some vagabonds. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, jumping from like 
vacant house house to, to house maybe hop in on a, the, a on rail the car every once on, in a while on the farm so anyway uh her cousins would just leave her at this house at the age of eight with their two and four year old that, that sounds like a horror movie and they would just like play in the yard by the shallow ditch <laughs> Because the house was pretty creepy. So I think they were avoiding, like, being in the house. It sounds like it was Come on, guys. Just in the ditch where it's safe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how, how are your swimming skills? So about every hour, her mom would just yell down the hill, You guys alive? You, you fighting? You know, just making sure they're all good. And, yep, we're all good. And just be this all that day thing. That sounds like the life. This was pre-cell phone even, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, you didn't know what you were coming home to. <laughs> After that, you know, you weren't able to call oh and check gosh. in. Like my sitters mm-hmm. all have some kind of cell phone or way to reach me or they bring their mom's phones over or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And they'll text me if they have a question or something. This sounds like they would have like a tin can with some string tied to yes. it. Yes. This sounds like that. It's like now I get texts about, do they have any food allergies? This was like, <laughs> did they bring their life jacket? Because we're playing in the ditch. irrigation ditch with guys, cow poo all people day. People who play in the irrigation ditch with cow poo don't own life jackets. Come on. <laughs> Come it's on. very true. <laughs> They've known how to swim since they were born. They've got like a, a plywood raft a la yeah. Tom and Huck. <laughs> anyway, I just feel like those were the days. Like, mm-hmm. hey kids, head on out to the ditch. Best of luck to you. <laughs> I will be here watching my soaps. Good luck with the second grader who's in charge of you. <laughs> well, and what I think is funny too is like, I saw this meme that was like, nowadays it's like, call when you get there. Call when you are on your way home. Turn on your GPS. And it's like... Back in my day, it was, Mom, I'm heading off to the quarry. I'll see you at dark. <laughs> of course, there, I mean, there's a reason. Oh, there that, is a reason. Know. Yeah, I've listened but to yeah. a lot of true crime to find out why. But I'm just saying, like, it's been such a shift at what we, like I said, what we require and what we want from our babysitters. Oh, yeah. Rather than just dropping them off and being like, best of luck, we, like, have all these instructions and things we want. Mm-hmm. And don't do too much TV and, like, all that kind Please of stuff. Please limit the screen time. Yeah. Well, this is goes right this goes right along with this next story okay um and we're throwing it back mm-hmm. we're throwing it back like 50 years whoa i know <laughs> i love it that's what i love i love like a contrast because then we can see how different the times mm-hmm. were you know so this was an overnight babysitting gig mm-hmm. and this girl got asked to babysit this family of four kids a set of twins and two other kids mm-hmm. and she was like in ninth grade would you ever ask someone? Not- I didn't even stay home alone in ninth grade. Right. I was too scared. So she got asked to babysit in ninth grade overnight for kids. Mm-hmm. And so she brought her bestie along to help. So both of them were going to come and help with this situation. Well, there was some major requirements going on. They had to wash the clothes. Oh. They had to iron the clothes. Whoa. They had hey, to. I'm a mom. I don't even I don't iron. even iron their clothes. <laughs> I, it's a need to iron basis. basis. Yes. Yeah, they were washing the clothes. I will throw it and tumble in the dryer. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't work. And the mom said, okay, they need to practice instruments. So you need to sit with them during their instrument practicing and do their homework. She's like, "Um, I think you might be looking for a sister wife. (laughs) I might have misunderstood the assignment. And so this babysitter, I guess both of these babysitters said they were tough kids. Like they were kind of bratty and Mm -hmm. they were like not wanting to practice and not wanting to do their homework and just being pills. Then one of the boys throws up oh. all over the cleaned and ironed clothes that they oh just my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And if this was 50 years ago, that they were t- making a nickel an hour. So she said, I remember making 35 cents an hour. Oh my gosh. Was that to- during when you slept too? I, 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 oh, I should have asked. I bet not. Yeah, probably if, not. If this mother no sleeping on the clock is yeah if this mother's requiring you to wash iron 
practice and tutor, I guarantee she's like, yeah, we won't pay for the nighttime because you'll just be sleeping. Yeah, making sure they don't get killed. (laughs) At least round up to the 40 cents when she found out about the vomit, I hope. (laughs) 35 cents an hour. She's like, no, this just comes to the territory. Okay, well, when you get into kind of a pickle when you're babysitting, I, I had to call mom a couple times. Our mom. I never had to call mom. I think I always... I don't know. I always felt like I was in it on my own. I felt well, very... one of the times it just got to the very point... Very lone survivor. Yeah. One time it just got to the point where I just... I had no clue what to do. So I had to call <laughs> her and she came and helped me. But this is one of those. This girl was 14 and she babysat for a certain family a lot. And this family had the cutest, chubbiest baby. <laughs> Delish. And she got them like all settled into bed and she went downstairs to clean up and she hears the baby crying. So she went... <laughs> to check on him and he had gotten his chubby little leg stuck <gasps> oh, no. through the crib slats. Yeah. So she didn't want to ruin date night. Yeah. So she called her mom mm-hmm. for reinforcement. Yes. And she was like, they could not get his chunky little oh, leg no. out of the crib slats. Like it was stuck. They need to know when things Crisco. Get, you know when <laughs> get stuck. The longer they're in there, like the more swollen oh, they get, yeah, and the more you're like little... pulling on the leg, it's like causing like inflammation. <laughs> That's all I'm picturing, this chubby little Michelin leg. So anyway, they resorted. And the baby's probably not calm. No. He's probably screaming, and then that's just escalating everyone's emotions. So in that situation, yeah, call your mom. Yeah, for sure. So the mom came over, and they were trying and trying, couldn't couldn't get it to work. Well, they resorted to sawing (gasps) the crib to get his leg out, and then they (laughs) duct taped it back together. I was like dying. I'm like, imagine this one year old or whatever laying there while they saw his crib and got his leg out. And oh then they got gosh. him settled and back to sleep. And then the parents came home and she was like, probably pretty sure they were never going to hire her again. Uh-huh. But she said she went on to babysit for him for a long time. Okay, well, I guess, you know, you I need that date night. Yeah. You're like, whatever it takes. Yeah. I don't care how much of my furniture gets sawed in half. <laughs> we are out of here. I honestly think though that if the mom hadn't been involved, they maybe would have felt different. But if, if she was like, my mom came over and this is all we could do, you'd be yeah. like, okay, okay. If this is the last resort. Right. It wasn't just some 14 year old girl being dumb and <laughs> sawing stuff. You know, the mom thought it was to the point of cutting furniture. <laughs> oh man. It's like the I jaws feel, of life to get him out. I feel so bad. I, that actually makes me feel like if I were her, it'd make me feel so much better if they asked me to return. Yes. Because if they're like, live across the street yeah. and you sawed their furniture in half <laughs> yep. and then they never called you again. Yep. Then every time you see them driving down, you're like, they hate me. They yep. hate me. And I am so dumb and yeah. I'm in their crib and maybe I should go pay for a new crib. <laughs> but parents get it more than you think. Like this it's stuff true. just happens. Mm-hmm. It would happen on their watch too. It was a matter of time. Yeah. That juicy little leg and those <laughs> tiny little slats. It was only a matter of time. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah. And kids get themselves in really weird predicaments. Yep. When I called mom, I was babysitting a family of five two. to like two of them were twins and they were about two and a half, three. Mm-hmm. And I had just made dinner and their mom, she was one of those moms that on all the holidays, she would like revamp her whole house had like Easter stuff or like Halloween yeah. stuff. And she would put little like candy dishes everywhere throughout the house. I could never do that. And do you want to know why? Because <laughs> you would eat it. I would eat all the candy like day one, December 1st. <laughs> yeah. Every Hershey Kiss, cocoa flavor Hershey Kiss would be gone. gone. And so she... I don't have the willpower, let alone my kids. I kept kind of trying to keep an eye on them like going to this little m&m dish and but i was cleaning up dinner and let me just say they used to make 
macaroni and cheese, and then they would dump a can of chili into the macaroni and cheese. That's, That's what they would like uh, for dinner. I think we ought to do an episode of like weird things cra- your family crazy ate. food yeah, stuff. I do because too. that sounds disgusting, but to them they're just like, oh, that's well, the best. Think of it like a chili cheese. Okay, situation because you know you put yeah. cheese on your chili, but that's a lot of starch, a lot of <laughs> you know, it's a lot on the stomach, a lot of fiber, and then starch and carbs and and um, preservatives well, and stuff. That sounds like a well balanced meal. Yeah. So sounds anyway, like they had eaten macaroni and chili. Okay. And then I was doing dishes, and they're watching a show. Well, one of them kept going over and eating M and M's, and I didn't know. <laughs> and they were not allowed to go in their mom's room. Like a lot of times, their mom would like lock the door. She didn't want yeah. them in their room. So I assumed it was locked. It wasn't. So they went off. Little twins just have this little energy, this little... Mm-hmm. Well, and especially if you're two and you're a twin. Yeah. You just have the craziest energy Naughty, in the world. naughty, naughty. Yeah. So they went running off and, and they were jumping on their mom's bed with eight, with stomachs full of chili and mac and cheese. <laughs> and one of them had probably eaten two full bags of M&M's, the equivalent of that. So all of a sudden, one of the little kids comes over and goes, babysitter? <laughs> she threw up. And I was like, What? And I go in, the little girl is paralyzed on her mom's white duvet with chili and mac and cheese barf with M&M's mixed in all over her mom's like pottery barn bedding. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I like go, I go to get her in the tub and their tubs being like their bathrooms being remodeled. Oh my gosh. So then I'm like, I better put her in a shower Yeah, because they didn't have another tub. Okay. So I put her in the shower, but she's two Mm -hmm. and a half ish. Mm -hmm. So she is terrified because I'm sticking her in a shower. And so she's gripping onto me with her vomity hands. So I just give up and I jump in the shower fully clothed. Cause I'm like, I can't underoll, but with a child in the shower, imagine that. So I am fully clothed, soaking wet, washing this little kid, getting it all. And then I come out and get her all wrapped up. I'm like, don't move. I get her a bowl. I go back into the, get the bedding and I start stripping the bedding off. And there's a load in the washer being done and there's a load in the dryer being done. And I was dripping wet and I was like, Jesus, take the freaking wheel. (laughs) And I called my mom and I was like, I need help. Because I was like, I don't know how to get this out. They weren't supposed to be in their mom's room. Anyway, she, I think, ended up taking the comforter, the Uh duvet home and washing it, going, getting me new clothes because I was soaking wet, bringing them back. And then by the time that they got home, I like everything you wouldn't have known. Like awesome. everything was bad, awesome. but I did tell her what happened. Cause I was like, I hope I get paid a little more for this. <laughs> Cause that was traumatic. It was so bad. Oh my gosh. That is so funny. Anytime that, is... that they throw up, like when it's not your own child or anything. Oh. And I actually had a guy once call me and be like, my wife's out of town and I just got called. I'm on call. He was a doctor mm-hmm. and I just got called in. But one of my kid, my kids has the flu and he had me come over and I went <laughs> and he was like, give her this much every hour. Make sure she sips on Sprite. So here I am. Taking 14, care of, taking care of a little girl oh. with like the flu. I'm like, why would I do that? Now right, I'd be like, like, please do not have me go get influenza. <laughs> I mean, I understand yeah. I was like a desperate, I just said, I, I, always, I always said yes. I th- Yeah. I always said yes too. Do you almost feel like they're the grown up? If they ask you to do something, you're you like, do it. Okay. Our mom was very much the type that was like, they need help. They need you help, help them. them. Yeah. You know, and which is good. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, I wouldn't, I would be like to my kids, I'd probably be like. No, no, don't go. You're going to bring the flu home to yeah, us. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah. I know. And I'm trying to be... So now I got to take care of you and you get the barfs from the little girl. <laughs> I'm trying to be um, open. Like, So I have a couple of girls in my neighborhood who are helping me with my dance classes this year. And I keep trying to be like, you guys level with me. If, yeah. if this is stressing you out, 
I, like if, if you even feel um, intimidated to tell me right now that this stresses you out, text me. Yeah. Like I'm, cause I don't want them to be like, I'm really stressed out with this job that Brit's given me. Yeah. I, if I'd much rather have you just be like, this is overwhelming. I can't do it. I don't think people were thinking about that back then. Right. They I were just like, like, I have five kids. I need you here. One of them might throw up. Like, <laughs> best of luck. <laughs> well, if anything, you learned how to get bodily fluids out of clothes early yep. in life. Yep. And that's come in handy countless Many times. times. Yep. So it's all so, life experience. Maybe they figured that. They're like, look, honey, this is what you got to prepare for. Or this is, this is a good deciding factor. Yeah. You know what? Decide if this is for you. Mm-hmm. Ma- yes, maybe no. Okay. This girl was... Um, she was babysitting her cousins. Once again, the older cousin thing. Yep. The youngest cousin was two. And so she put the little, the littlest one to bed and she decided to whip up a batch of cookies. Yes. Cute. Okay. That's the best. When you're a babysitter, you want to like do the fun things like mm-hmm. that. And also eat cookies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. I mean, I had a couple families that babysat for that I was always like, they... ching They had the best food. Um, <laughs> one time I was really scared because they were coming home late and I was getting all spooked out and I was stress eating Cool Whip and ate the whole tub. <laughs> Cool whip. Like I, it was like I looked down and it was gone because I was like in so scared. Mm-hmm. So I ate their whole tub of Cool Whip. I apologize. <laughs> anyway, so she got this feeling. She went downstairs while the cookies were baking, and she kind of got this feeling while she was down there, like to go upstairs. Mm-hmm. And when she went up there, the two-year-old <gasps> had the oven open, and his, and his <gasps> hands were outstretched, about to grab oh, no. the cookie sheet. And she was like, ah! mm-hmm. ran and scooped up the baby. He had crawled out of his crib, opened <gasps> the door, walked oh in the kitchen. Oh my gosh. She's like, being 12, I had no idea they could even, kids were that. capable of doing that. Right. And she said she caught it like just in oh, time before lucky. he grabbed the cookie lucky. sheet. Lucky. In the mayhem, her favorite ring flew <gasps> off of her finger and oh, no. went underneath the oven. Oh no. And she was like, I didn't even dare. Like, tell them, like, oh, I lost my ring under there because I didn't want to tell them what happened. So she's like, it was just forever gone. Oh, no. But she's like, thank heavens for that little feeling. Yeah, her little intuition. Yeah, to go upstairs. Because that would have been, like, hospital. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If she would have probably grabbed that um, cookie sheet. Mm -hmm. Or he. Oh, my. But, I mean, that toddler was no dummy. Right. He He was awakened by the smell of... Fresh baked cookies wafting. I'd be out of bed, too. I'd be out of bed with my hands in the oven, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you were talking about how, you know, eating the food at people's houses. Yeah. I always tell my sitters, you can have whatever you want. Like, just Mm -hmm. help yourself because I don't want them to be hungry. And then I usually, like, tell them what they can make the kids, you know. But Mm -hmm. And they do, and that's fine. Yeah. It's part of the gig. Yeah, I I think it is part of the gig. You know, like, you're watching my kids. And you know, you know, your kids aren't going to be doing the exact same thing they'd be doing with you. Like they might be getting a little more treats. They might be getting a little more TV, Mm -hmm. like just Mm -hmm. because, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Well, this person said that she was babysitting and found some cookie dough Mm -hmm. in the freezer. Yeah. And you know, that cookie dough, it's just like. So young. Hits. Mm -hmm. And so she said like, pulled out the whole tub. Yeah. And just starts spooning it, you know, (laughs) as you do. As yeah. you do. And one of the kids gets out of bed. And sees it. And sees it. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And <laughs> Real territorial like. Yes. And this girl, she's a diabetic. And so oh. she. <laughs> so probably not the best choice anyway. Well, no, she's. Oh. She, oh, so she like used it as an excuse. She's like, my carbohydrates. My, my levels are low. She's like, beep, beep. Yeah. Beep. Oh, that's my, 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 that's my, going off my insulin. <laughs> so if your mom asks, that's what happened. Yeah. That's why the cookie dough is gone. I didn't want to have an episode. <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
But, well, I know you know you can use that as an excuse even if you don't have it because the life the kid's going to be like, okay, like he's little. I think in our minds, sometimes we think we have to come up with this really yeah. great excuse and mm-hmm. reason that makes so much sense. Yep. <laughs> so when we were talking a little bit about like cousin babysitting or mm-hmm. sibling babysitters, okay. sibling babysitters are so convenient. Oh yeah. The stakes are like not as high for them to do a good job. Exactly. Because like a lot of times they aren't getting paid or maybe they aren't getting paid much. Mm-hmm. So like they're just left to be like, great, I have to do this because my mom said I had to. Yeah. So in this case, this girl was about seven or eight and her older sister was babysitting and putting her to bed. And the younger sister always kind of envisioned this laid on her stomach with her arms under the pillow okay. crossed. So her fingers were hanging out of the opposite side of the pillow. Okay. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. And when her sister went to walk out of her room, she's like, don't let your fingers hang over like that or else a witch is going to come in the night and cut them off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And she said, this is like Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale from like the 1690s. Well, this younger sister is now an adult, but she still has a fear of like her <laughs> hands hanging over the bed or oh something hanging off gosh. of the bed. I actually think a lot of people have a really big issue letting like mm-hmm. their leg or their hand or whatever be hanging off. It's a very vulnerable feeling. Uh-huh. And she said, <laughs> I consider myself to be a rational adult, but better be safe than sorry. That's kind of what she said. Crazier things have happened. Right. So uh, she's like, but yeah, a lot of people can't do the leg draping off the side or uh-huh. the hand hanging off. And to me, it totally depends on like the setup of your bed. Yeah. My bed is very like the base of our, the way our base or the way our bed is set up is like, there's not enough room for like a person to be under there. Yeah. So I feel confident. Right. In letting appendages occasionally mm-hmm. hang off. Yeah. But then you see the movie Taken. And she, oh, she was under She the was under it. Yeah, yeah. But then she got pulled out. I know. Um, nobody no, can fit under there. I, yeah, nobody can fit under my bed either, but. You, it's but like, if it's a witch and a shapeshifter. Shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But these things, when you are little, they stick with you. They do. If the older siblings only understood the weight of these things. Oh, that yeah. They are the, saying. The trauma they yes. are creating. Because if I were the mom and one of my kids did that, I would have been uh-huh. like, you're sleeping on the floor yeah. to keep guard for the witch <laughs> in her room. <laughs> From now on until she's not afraid anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. And when you babysit your siblings, you also are like a little bit meaner. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, no. Or you're like, eat or whatever it yeah. is. And so this girl messaged me and she said she was, you know, the oldest sibling in charge and it was breakfast. So maybe her parents went out for a Saturday. I don't know. And she decided to make them like a really yummy breakfast. Like, you know, we were saying sometimes you do the bare minimum. It sounds like she was going for it. Nice. She made pancakes and eggs. Mm-hmm. And the siblings kept complaining that breakfast tasted weird. Okay. And that's when she started being a little defensive. Like, hey, you guys are ungrateful. I'm putting all this eat work your, in. Eat your breakfast. Welcome to motherhood. <laughs> <laughs> eat your breakfast. <laughs> and she said, and they were just kept complaining. And so she's like, I sat and forced them yeah. to eat the breakfast. And they were, you know, I can just picture them with like bad looks on their faces yeah. and just like, <laughs> well, as she's cleaning up breakfast, she looks at the butter that she had spread over the pancakes uh-huh. and she realized it was garlic butter. <laughs> <laughs> and so she had put garlic butter and syrup yeah. on these pancakes and the kids are like, I don't like it. All day. She's like, 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 garlic. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is too funny. <laughs> Well, another sibling one that we got was um, a girl said that she was the littlest sister. 
Hey, and I feel yeah. Although Britt wasn't, I don't remember you babysitting me and like doing anything to me because we were so close in age. It was just like if mom had to run errands, she's like, I'm just, I'm running errands. It wasn't yeah. like Britt, you're babysitting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she didn't, I don't remember you ever doing anything like, should I be like, oh, Allison, I feel like you don't like being scared and you don't like that kind of stuff. So you, I feel like you scared me enough with like your weird night terrors. I, know. I, feel I, was like, like, I probably was more the one that was like, Britt, mm-hmm. than you. Uh-huh. But in this situation, every time her parents would leave for the night, the older sisters that were babysitting this girl would say, Hey, mom and dad aren't your real mom and dad, and your <gasps> real parents are coming to get you tonight. That's why they left. Oh my gosh. She said it's Scarter. That, sure. Yeah, it is, ther- is therapy inducing. <laughs> we did sometimes used to trick the girls we babysat or the kids we babysat. Little things. Like they mm-hmm. might ask some questions, and we'd be like, uh huh, yeah, that's real. So these one girls that I babysat, Britney Spears was just at her height. Yep. You know, this was 1999, 2000. Yep. And Britney Mania. There we go. So they were like, your name's Britt. Are you related to Britney Spears? Mm-hmm. You know, just the way their minds work. Not quite the con- last name, first it. name situation. Not quite connecting not... all the points. Yeah. Um, and so I just said, yeah, mm-hmm. I am. Yes. I'm her sister. <laughs> and they were like, you are? <laughs> and of course, because they reacted that way. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, prove it. I was like, like, well, I know. I, think I, did I, was like, it I know all the words to her songs. <laughs> and they were like, Really? Yeah, and I would like sing it for them. Yeah. And then they were like, well, call her. So then all I had to do was call my house. And even if no one answered, I'd be like, hey, Brittany. Yeah. Yeah, I just, these girls I'm babysitting, you know, they don't think it's true. But you, okay, I'll tell them that you said it. Yeah. Yeah. She said it's true, you guys. Yeah. Like, really stupid stuff like that. But I guess when you're babysitting, like, you're a little bored. And you guys, we didn't have like smartphones. No. And maybe I didn't understand how to operate their TV very well. Yep, and so, and so you're just like, well, let's make up a story or two. Yep. So, so yeah, we spent the night t- chatting about how I was Britney Spears' sister and, and sent them off to bed. The next day, their mom called me <laughs> and she's like, would you please tell my girls that you are not Britney Spears' sister? And I was like, Oh You're like, gosh. well, my first name is Britt. Doesn't that make sense yeah. to you? Because it made Mom. sense to them. Well, what's um, funny? Well, is- I'm like, Mom, is this true? <laughs> <laughs> she told me. It's so funny because you know that they were just like totally trusting you, totally uh, believing I know. You. So I took advantage of that trust and the mom was mad. Yeah. And because the whole next day, the girls were going on and on. Yeah. Britt is Britney Spears' sister. She even called her. Mom, it's real. It really is real. <laughs> she knows all the words yep. to her songs and her name. Just look at her name. And so the mom was getting real annoyed and it called me kind of mad. Yeah. And so that kind of backfired and it wasn't great. Well, one time I was, at, so I was a nanny. I was a nanny for two different families. Mm-hmm. One family I was a nanny for, I was like rewarding them for doing their chores. And I, and I actually lived with them. I took them to get Slurpees mm-hmm. and I just let them grab their cups and like fill up. And one of the little boys got a big one and I just was like, yeah, you, you killed it. You know, it's fine. <laughs> and so anyway, he, I coached the little boy also in gymnastics. So I took him to practice with me and then partway through practice, he got really pale and he's like, <laughs> oh, I feel so sick. I want to go home. So I had to call the mom to come and get him because I was still coaching. And then when I got back to their house where I lived, the mom was like, what where did you go today? Like, what did you eat? And I was like, ah, oh, naming the things. I'm like, mm-hmm. I did take him to get Slurpees. And she's like, <laughs> he threw up just black. Like, <gasps> and I was like, oh, yeah, Slurpee was kind of black, you know, like dark. <laughs> well, he got a monster <gasps> oh, Slurpee. Like a monster energy yes. drink. Yes. And he was like nine. And it was like a big 32 a big ounce. One. Anyway, so it was an accident, but I don't think that mom was too happy about me giving him like liquid speed. <laughs> 
Basically, I mean, I can't. Even, I think I would throw. I know up I can't even if handle I had a 30, that much. A thirty-two ounce monster, monster. Slurpee, and I probably have a hundred pounds on that kid. Yeah. But it was like an innocent. <laughs> it was mistake. an accident. Like it just stuff happens. But well, I got this message, and it said that this girl she was watching a couple of little kids one day, and she decided to take them for a little drive. I don't know nature observing, which is really cute. <laughs> um, but as they drove, the five-year-old asked, "Where are we?" And she just said, "We're in a canyon." And he says, what's a canyon? And she goes, now, I'm, being, I'm a science major. Okay. And so she tried to explain how a canyon is made. She probably was like, you know, when there's a river that runs she's through. Like, well, metamorphous rocks. And <laughs> I don't even know what I'm and talking she's about. Like, this, she's you know, like, back in 1800 BC. Um, <laughs> as water streams through and erosion. Mm-hmm. You know, she's trying to be like, I'm going to educate this kid. Yeah. This is going to be life-changing. Well, Obviously, it's not making sense. Mm-hmm. So she kind of is like, okay, let's break it down for a five-year-old. And she goes, it's kind of like a butt crack in a mountain. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, like, the mountain is your butt, and there's a crack down the middle. And then nothing else was said. She's like, okay. Yeah. I taught him something. Well, he never made anything out of it the rest of the day. Didn't think much of it. Okay. Well, she gets a call from his mom, obviously, <laughs> asking if I called a canyon a butt crack because he said, oh, look, mom, a butt crack every time they drive past a canyon. Thanks so much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't decide if I'd be really mad about that. Probably not. I honestly would just be like, oh, gosh, well, maybe they shouldn't have called it that, but whatever. But it sounds like maybe that family just didn't probably didn't use that word very often or something. So probably didn't appreciate it with that. But I can't I'm trying to figure out like. What would constitute me calling a babysitter after? Right. Or would I just be like, well, let's not call her again. Right. Or just say like, oh, teaching time, like lesson mm-hmm. time rather than being like, I don't know. Unless it was like pretty bad. Like they were like, mom, we watched The Walking Dead when you were gone. Like I might be like, <laughs> let's have a phone call about that. Like, hey, just like a heads up next time mom, that you let my kid watch The Walking Dead, I'm dropping them off on your doorstep at two in the morning when yeah. they're freaked out. We learned a lot of new words when we watched Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> Yeah, like that kind of thing. But like butt crack, come on. <laughs> Well, you know, we talked about like how babysitting is just, you never know what you're going to make, what you're going to get. And so this person said she always got called by this certain family. And once again, she didn't know why she kept going over there because they would pay her $13 in quarters. Oh, <laughs> They just had like, ching, ching, they ching, have ching, a family ching, vending ching, machine ching, business. Yeah, they would pay her $13 in straight quarters for babysitting for like four hours. They're like, hours. did you bring your tube sock? <laughs> Two of them, actually. We got some of these paper things so you can roll them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, one time, okay, I had a seminary teacher in high school, and he was young and kind of had a young family. Mm-hmm. And he asked me and my friend if we would come babysit overnight so he could take his wife out for their anniversary. That seems incredibly strange. Inappropriate. Very strange. <laughs> I, I think it's just a little bit of a line. And over an overnight is... It has to be family yeah. or like, or like a hired nanny. I think so too. You don't ask a student of yours. That's like, yeah. that's crossing the line. Well, and so what happened was we get there and it was a tiny house and they had like a f- three kids. And so there was no, we felt weird sleeping in their bed. Yeah. Uh-huh. So in my teacher's of, bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Right. Oh yeah. Like oh your church, your like seminary teacher's right. bed. Yeah. So we had like an air mattress and a couch and my friend and I, like we did the whole dinner. They -hmm. left money to order pizza. Anyway, the next morning I had to leave early to go to another job because I just always was at some kind of job. And my (laughs) friend waited until they got home. Okay. And she called me and was like, 
they didn't pay us. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, I sat there for a while. Oh my god! And they just kept being like, well, thanks. They were like, this is your service project to us. I guess. And oh. I was like, maybe you should have outlined that in the contract. Yeah. Like I stayed overnight. That is, ugh. I don't know if, if I, I thought were, just like feeding us pizza and sleeping on an air mattress would be like a super fun Friday night for us, but it was not. <laughs> if you were the in parent, your, in your if you were the parent, home, would you do something? Like if that was your daughter? I am almost sure I went home and told our mom uh-huh. and I'm pretty sure knowing our mom, she was like, well, that's your service that's, project. Just consider it service. Yeah. And I was like, I'm fine I, I to do actually service. probably would end up that way too. Yeah, I'm fine to do service, but let's like make sure, hey, I'm looking for someone to voluntarily, we we, we aren't going to pay. Uh-huh. Felt like a bait and switch big For time. sure. Well, no one's going to. If I would have known, I would have ordered Papa John's at least instead <laughs> of just like, you know, oh, Pizza man. Hut. I, I would have sprung for that. I was recently just get mulling this over in my mind about how mad I am that Papa John's is the price that it is. And it's closing down everywhere. You want to know why, John? It's because it's too expensive. You guys, and I Lower love price. and I love Papa John's so, do so much. So do I. The pepperoncinis extra. But Little Caesars is way closer yeah. and way cheaper. And so we just end up doing the dinnertime walk of shame, which yep. is what I call a Little Caesars run. That and, might be um, us tonight, actually. <laughs> but yes, and, like... Oh, Papa John's. But yeah, people just thought, oh, they think it's fun to come babysit and we'll make give them some pizza. I'm like, home no. world. My mom will order me pizza. Thank you. Well... They probably didn't say this is a volunteer thing because they, they knew no, no one, one would come. No one's going to stay overnight. You, this is where you ask grandma. Yeah. That's the only person you should ask for this voluntarily. Exactly. Yikes. Well, and sometimes, sometimes like we are saying, the food is worth it, but I don't think pizza is worth staying overnight. Um, I remember this one family. You guys, <laughs> I still think about these chips because <laughs> they were like special edition Doritos. Uh-huh. And the one thing that I remember about them is they had like the Taco Bell logo on them. They were okay. like Taco Bell Doritos. Somebody help Britt find these help Doritos. Help me find these. I have This Googled. is like my Malo magic. Yeah. And guess I have, what? I have had like a couple people find, find it for me and bring it to me. And I've been slowly working through it and like not sharing at all. Like I wait till <laughs> my kids are fast asleep. Let's pop some. We should pop some. Okay. I will share a bag with you. Thank I'm you, willing. Thank you. My cute neighbor brought me some and she's like, don't. She told me where she finds it. And she said, like, please and it was $100. Not. She was like, well, she had her um, sister-in-law give her some for Christmas that she found online. Oh. And it was a lot. And then we found out a local store carries them. But mm-hmm. she's like, don't be telling people on the podcast about this because I don't want them knowing where, where my where I yes. my sources. And she says she my always, dealer she always buys just enough so that they'll keep keep it on the shelves. Oh right, you got to show that there's demand. But she doesn't want to so wipe much. them out, right, and mm-hmm. have it be gone, right? Exactly. So I understand. I understand. Balance. I understand that. So it means a lot that so. she trusted me with that <laughs> circle of trust. So yeah. Anyway, so anyway, Taco Bell Doritos. Does anybody, you guys? I don't I've only, remember these. I've only had this one time, and I like cleaned them out. I felt so bad, but I was like, "Those were the best Doritos I've ever had in my life." And I've Googled, you and that sleepwalking girl, you were I've, eating Doritos. And I've Googled it. You have? I, I I have no idea what they were really called. I just remember seeing the Taco Bell logo on the Doritos oh bag. Allison's trying to Google it right now. Yes, and I haven't been able to find it. So if you guys know about the Taco Bell Doritos, tell Maybe me. Maybe you where should it is. email Doritos or Taco Bell or both and be like, "Send me in the right direction." Yeah, we're talking twenty years ago. Well, here's the thing, though. They are making the most disgusting Lay's combination chips yeah. as a joke. Why uh-huh. can't we just make, get the really good ones? a really good flavor. I miss Baja Picante Doritos so bad. <laughs> Those were the best. <laughs> I ate them every day in ninth grade. Are they, what, what color was the bag? Like purple? Baja Picante? Mm-hmm. I don't remember red, I think. Okay. I'm like, I don't think that was what it was. Um, sorry. Okay, we can keep going. Okay, well, this, this one's kind of frightening, actually. Okay. We were talking about how we were getting like CDs checked at us and getting like to pants. Yes. 
some kids just really don't respond well to babysitters or they have some uh, deep-seated issues. Um, <laughs> this girl was about 12 and she would babysit her piano teacher's kids. Okay. Um, so she was over there and the, and I think the mom would be there like working what, or something. teaching and so she'd watch the kids. And the kids started getting really noisy so she took them outside and the oldest kid just got really mad at her for she had gotten after him about something and he was mad. She started playing games with the other kids and he kind of like all of a sudden was gone. So she was okay. like, maybe he went inside, maybe mm-hmm. he's going to the bathroom, something like that. When all of a sudden she heard footsteps and she turned and he was coming at her with an axe. <gasps> what? Yes, an axe. So she oh went. Oh my gosh. She went and told her piano teacher mm-hmm. and was like, I'm out of here. I'm right middle of Beethoven's minuet. <laughs> she's, In this way? She's like, axe no. No, it cannot wait. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> so she ran home and she said, I never went back. Yeah. I'm like, well, good for you, girl. Yeah. Because knowing my wuss of a self. Yeah. The next time that mom called me, sure, I'll be over in a As sec. the mom, I'd never call that sitter again if my kid no. was wielding an axe at them. And <laughs> I'm like, good for you for going home and just standing up because you don't get paid enough. It's probably for trade, for piano lessons. Oh, it probably is. To put up with like Lizzie like, Borden Jr. over here. Was you're boy, like, but. listen, I'm not getting very good at piano. My life's on the line, yeah. here, lady. So I think there's probably someone else I could find to teach me. <laughs> Crazy. Oh my so I'll take the CDs being thrown at me after yeah. I heard that one. Well, this girl sent me a message and said that she went to daycare for a little bit of time when she was in elementary school, her and her brother. After school, the daycare like had a little shuttle that would pick them oh, up yeah. and go. I dream of having something <laughs> like that for my kids. And so she said she and her brother were sitting outside the school waiting for their shuttle. And she said it was like a winter day, a snowy winter day. Oh. And it just never came. Oh. And they were very confused. And she said she was in fourth grade and her brother was younger. So we were like fourth grade, second grade probably. And they just start walking to the daycare. Oh my gosh. And she said, I'm not very good with directions, let alone fourth grade me. But she said, somehow in the snow, I was able to finally get me and my brother safely to the daycare. Oh my gosh. She said, once again, things that just wouldn't fly. No. And she said, the daycare lady looked shocked when she saw her. And she said, I didn't think you were coming today. She said she was she was waiting in the shuttle, uh-huh. and you guys didn't come. And she said another elementary school kid said, "Oh, they're not here today." And so she just oh drove off. Um, do you want to like fact check that? Maybe? Yeah, like, like five year old Timmy. Yeah, maybe he doesn't even know them. He's yeah. just la la running his mouth. Right. So yeah, fact check. And this is your business, ma'am. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there are procedures in place. Well, and this. just. Yeah, double check. Double check. Don't trust Rando Timmy. Good thing she made it. I know. But guess what? So actually, you and I both know her dad. He's tall and he's he's like football player guy. He went and raged. Yeah, I would too. And they did not go to that daycare anymore. I wouldn't either. I would be very intimidated. Yeah, I would uh, seriously second guess that. Well, those types of things, like we were talking about, you know, the the siblings tricking you or whatever. If Mm -hmm. they get you at just the right time when it... It becomes like a key memory and it kind of affects you. This okay. one person said that they had a babysitter come over and turn on Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Is that a Stephen King I think movie? so. I think so. Like what in the tarnation? Like, who in their right mind yeah. would ever turn on a horror movie? Right. To, you're bringing hell down on yourself yes. at that time because the kids are going to be crying. Well, this person said that they had like nightmares for years about that. Because again, <laughs> once you're older, if you see it when you're older, you're, you're like, able to kind of be like, I'm not scared of a place where dogs and cats get buried, but when I've never seen the movie. Right. <laughs> when you're little. I'm just going based off of the context clues. When you're little, <laughs> it's like, I can still remember the opening of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And it would come on and we'd be <gasps> like, ah, turn it off. 
Oh my Remember gosh, that show? That show. Like a scary show for kids. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think there's a reason they put the kibosh on that. Yeah, because... They're, they're like, we don't want our kids to have nightmares. Thanks very much, Nickelodeon. Yeah. Gosh. Too much too soon. Um, but... Those, like, I feel like everyone has a quintessential show mm-hmm. that maybe isn't ultimately scary, but they saw it at the wrong time in their lives. Yeah, or it just me, made an impact. It's Princess Bride. <laughs> everyone, I mean, I just, I'm creeped out by, I hate the vibes, and mm-hmm. it's a classic, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and I don't think it is. I think it's terrible. I think it's creepy. I can't get over <laughs> that albino thing, the, the eels in the ocean, like so <laughs> many things. I'm like, what? Why is this a classic? His bloody shoulder after oh. the rat. Like, yeah. there's a lot. <laughs> That I just, I get upset that everyone thinks it's such a great film. I don't even know the plot at this point. All I remember are these really people disturbing are gonna like scenes. send you hate mail after yeah, this. Yeah, but yours is Fringoli. Yeah, <laughs> guys. I don't remember this being a babysitter, but I just remember you being way scared of. Well, I think, I mean, you know, as a parent, you take your kid to an animated film. Yeah, seems pretty natural, pretty normal. But the premise of this, there was like the pollution. Yeah. Taking down the rainforest and the fairies and the fairies and it was just there was a really dark feeling behind it. Well, Watch it now, you'll feel it. <laughs> like it had like all these red X's on the tr- forest and it was like a creepy like music like. Well, and the pollution would, and the like, pollution came alive and yeah, like, there was like seeped, this dark, it, seeping, dark, dark seeping pollution like changed once again shape. There were some really big climate change people behind this one. I know, but and I felt the fear. Yeah, I, I guess if that was their goal, but it's like I am recycling now. Well done. For sure. You accomplished whatever it is you were trying to accomplish. <laughs> There's a fear-based motivator right there. Um, well, I guess getting back on to where we were talking about babysitting as opposed to our movie trauma. Uh, <laughs> well, it all started because the babysitter gave yes, the child movie trauma. Oh, not Poltergeist. Um, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Same, same genre. Um, well, when I was babysitting, I remember I went and got like CPR certified because I was nervous about something happening. Well, we went. I went to like a babysitting clinic. I think that's what it was with the like, Red Cross. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like at a hospital, which I felt, I felt very, I felt like I had some very great credentials. Yes, at that point. my friend and I made flyers that we were like certified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got babysitting. Yeah, I got yeah. babysitting certified because you. No would... wonder everyone asked us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did know how to do that basic stuff, and it came in handy recently with my own child, um, <laughs> which is a trauma for another day. But anyway, so. I, but in certain situations when you're babysitting, you're a little more paranoid about kids getting hurt and different things like that. So anyway, I was babysitting a family and we had just gotten snuggled in for a movie and I started smelling burning, a burning smell. And I just started panicking and running around the house thinking, did I leave the oven on? Did I leave the stove on? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm running downstairs, upstairs. I can't figure out where the smell is coming from. And I start asking the kids, like, do you smell that? And they were, I was like, or do I have a brain tumor? Um, no. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, it smells smoky. And we're like, um, so we're checking all the bedrooms. And I had already put the littlest to bed at that point, mm-hmm. but I was so parent or sorry, so panicked. Uh-huh. I went and like woke the baby up, got everybody out. I'm like, we got to get out of the house. And I'm kind of, I, I tend to handle things when I'm nervous. I laugh. Okay. It's, it's like true. a coping mechanism for sure. So I was like, we need to leave the house. And I'm kind of like <laughs> looking at them and laughing and they're like, what? Why? No. You're like this maniacal, like, yes. And I'm like, clown. I, well, cause I was also kind it's of on like, fire. <laughs> exactly. But I was like, I kind of, I was second guessing myself too. Right. And like, can't believe it's happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at him going, we, I think something's on fire and I'm laughing. <laughs> and I remember being like, why are you laughing? this isn't funny. There's a fire. <laughs> These little kids, you know, and I'm like, I'm not laughing. I'm, I mean, I am. We just need to get out of the house, get some jackets. And this, I remember we get outside 
And the little boy's like, there is a fire in there? And I said, <laughs> I said, I don't, I don't know. And I'm laughing. And he goes, I'm getting our stuff. And he starts like running back into the house. I'm like, no, 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 you can't run in the house. And one of them's like, shouldn't you call 911? I'm like, well, I don't, there's no flames. Like, I don't know if there's actually a fire. And so we happened to be out there. It was 10 o'clock at night for sure. Or so, or even later. And all of a sudden the parents come up in their van and we're all just sitting in the driveway. Like, not sure what to do. And they were like, um, and I was like, so there might be a fire and the dad's like what and goes like running in and he checks everyone's like there's no fire and i was like it smelled smoky and the mom's like you did the right thing you did you did the right thing you know trying to be nice but the only the only thing that we could conclude was they had kind of one of those old floor lamps from the 90s that like it was went up and then it kind of had like a bowl dish okay type of thing and then a hot hot light bulb okay something maybe a kid threw something or a bug or something uh-huh. flew in there and maybe was like sizzling in the lamp. Uh-huh. We finally located that like that room was kind of where the smell was coming from okay. and that lamp was on. Okay. And not everything was as safe as it is now as far as like safety standards with lighting yeah. and all that. And so that was all we can conclude. But I like totally <laughs> did like a mass evacuation of the home <laughs> and was laughing out in oh the driveway and the kids thought I was like insane. <laughs> and they still, if I talk to these kids, they're adults now with they children. They bring it up. They bring it up about, remember when you made us get out because you thought there's a fire in our house? <laughs> like not my finest hour, but aren't you glad that we did that instead of dying of smoke inhalation or something? There you like go. better to be yeah, safe than sorry. Lining. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. And I, yeah, I feel like when you are not on your home turf, you're just a little bit more, yeah, on high alert. Mm-hmm. Like if you smell something smoky at your house and you kind of investigate it, you're like, well, that was weird. And everything looks fine. Yeah. But if you're at someone else's house, you don't know all their stuff. You don't know all the ins and outs. So you're just panicked. Yeah. So this girl said she was about 12 and babysitting for the neighbor that was just a couple doors down. And she'd already babysat for them a few times. Mm-hmm. And her mom was nearby. And so sometimes she'd bring her like anything she needed. Like if she forgot something or sometimes she'd even like bring over a plate for dinner. Nice. Yeah. I'm like, okay. That's like... I was Uber, Uber Eats, mom. I was eating like mac and cheese with chili with the kids. Being and like, mm-hmm. and, and, and their cool whip chaser. Cool whip. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so she said she would always check the peephole in the door, even though you, she knew that she had just called her mom or her mom was like, I'm on my way with dinner. She'd right. always just look in the peephole at the door. Smart. And so she was babysitting this one day and it was evening. It was dark out and her mom had already brought her food for the night and she hadn't asked for anything else. Um, and so she wasn't expecting anybody. Okay. And she said someone started pounding on the door. Mm-hmm. And she checked the peephole and it was covered. Oh, no. Right. Like that would just like instant cold sweats. I would go pale. Like someone covering up the peephole. That is sinister, sinister well, stuff. Well, let's just say there were a lot of like shows, movies, mm-hmm. horror stories about a babysitter <gasps> being home alone. The calls coming from inside right. the house. Like, have you checked the children? Oh my and there's gosh, a lot yeah. of So when you're baby, I was, there, I was there's a, a lot little of that, nervous babysitting. There's a lot right? of that vibe going on. Yeah. Um, and she said she was terrified. Yeah. She said the baby was fussing and loud. So it's not like you could pretend that no one's home. Right. Like there's a baby crying. So she ran to the back of the house and hid and then tried to call her mom really quietly to have her come check it out. And her mom always answered, especially when she was babysitting, just in case of emergency. Mm-hmm. She wasn't answering. She's like, my She's mom- like, my mom has been mugged as she dropped off my dinner plate. Exactly. She goes, I totally thought someone had already gone to her house, gotten her family, <laughs> and somehow knew where I was <laughs> and was coming for me too. Oh, the mind. She said, <laughs> I easily called her 20 times mm-hmm. with no answer. 
First of all, yeah, where's mom? Maybe after she dropped off dinner, she like ran an errand. I don't know. Well, and then as you're a kid, you're not going to be like, 911, what's your emergency? Someone's covering my people. <laughs> Whoa, excuse me, ma'am. Can you clarify that? Someone's covering Someone's what Someone's knocking people? on the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This does sound like an emergency. Yeah, it does. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you word it that way. Oh my gosh. So she said, yeah, no answer. 20 times probably calling to the house. And she said she was crying. And not to mention, she's probably like traumatizing the children. Yes. Because if your babysitter is crying, huddled in a corner, and there's someone pounding on the door. Yes. That, there's once again, that's going to sit with you for years. Okay, she tried then venturing out and looking through the window, but it wasn't in a, the correct spot where she could see the porch, and there wasn't a car in view either. So she called her mom a few more times. Finally, her mom answered, and she, all she said was, open the door, and hung up. And that is, sounds very cryptic. Her mom? Yeah, her mom goes, open the door. Okay. And hung up, and she's like, oh. So I guess she trusted her mom. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'd be like, well, the I'd bad like, guy. someone has a gun to my mom's head. head. Yeah. You and I think alike, and it's not a good thing. Anyway, so she like trusted her mom. She opened the door, and there was her dad, who lived several states away, and flew in to surprise her. Oh, oh my gosh! gosh. She goes, I was shaking and sobbing, and like crumbling to the floor. It's one of those like I'm so mad at you right now. Yeah. So so did he cover the people? He covered the people so so she she could open and surprise. But little did he know he was acting like a murderer. And he felt so bad. And I don't think he realized how terrifying his surprise would be for a 12-year-old by herself yeah. babysitting at someone's house. This is like the oh. opposite of those dads coming home from the military <laughs> videos. You know when they like surprise him dressed up a as the school mascot? A different or, kind of tears were yeah. happening here. And he's like, she's so happy to see me. And she's like, no, I'm just fine. You were going to kill me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that was fun. That was fun. And just like babysitting, we're just going to keep coming back for more, you guys. Yep. No matter if we're trudging up trauma or not. <laughs> <laughs> we're, glad to, we, we're glad we got a little bit of both sides. We got some babysitter stories and the stories of being babysat. Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoyed some of ours. We hope that those of you out here that were babysat by, by us, us yeah. that you're not too traumatized. Yeah. Hopefully you're okay. I'm not Brady Spears' sister. Let's just get that out here in the air. And there was no fire. Whether maybe, it bring, oh. maybe you're scared of witches chopping off your fingers to this day, but... Remember, someday you'll laugh about this. Thanks, guys. Always remember, rate, review, and subscribe. And follow us on GabFest underscore gals on Instagram. Keep helping us grow, keep sharing, and we'll be sure to keep gabbing. All right. Bye, guys. See you next week. This episode is sponsored by Hey Sister Co. And it just felt natural for them to sponsor this week's episode because it is a business run by four sisters. So obviously, we had to collab, right? And they're sharing their love for whimsical, trending, and affordable accessories. Accessorizing is a quick and personal way to feel put together, even when maybe you're not. (laughs) If you go to HeySister underscore co, you can check out all of their uniquely created products. And they want you to have fun accessorizing as you find the beauty that is already in you. Check out Hey Sister underscore co on Instagram. And thanks for sponsoring this week's episode of GabFest.